The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday morning and appreciate the opportunity to be part of your day and really hope that time in God's word is an encouragement to you as we hope it will be today. Not only that, instructional. If you're following along with us, we are in 2 Corinthians chapter number 7, and we'll be in that again today and tomorrow. And we're going to look at probably the next couple episodes, about 10 verses we're going to cover. And this first one, uh, really we're going to talk about the, how one person can be of huge encouragement. In this situation, we know this person is, his name is Titus. He's a huge encouragement to the preacher, Paul. And a lot of times we think, well, that's an important thing. And and I I would tell you it is. But it's amazing how uh, it's more than that. One person can be huge encouragement. Here's here's kind of the twofold thing that I hope we gain from this today. The first one I hope we gain is that it's important to have people in your life. It's important to include people. It's important to allow people to be there so they can be an encouragement to you. The second thing I hope you can get from this today is the importance of how you can be a blessing to somebody, how you can be that encouragement, how you can be that strength. And you don't have to have even a lot of training or knowledge. Sometimes just being there, sometimes just listening is really all that it's necessary. And so let's go ahead and look at some scripture. We'll start in the first in chapter in chapter seven, verse two, walking through a bit of Paul's battles. Now Paul is uh, in this trying to he's reminding the church. Now a little bit of context. Um, the, the first letter, 1 Corinthians, the first letter is a bit of a scathing review of the church, if you can put it that way. Paul goes through large sections of things happening in the church that were wrong. And when I mean wrong, I don't mean in polity, I don't mean in preference, I don't mean it wasn't being done the way Paul wanted to be done. I mean, they were, they were living in some pretty gross sin. And so when he writes this letter, he's writing this letter and he's not ignoring it. Paul is a very uh, it's a straight shooter, and so he is very, giving very specific rebukes to this church. Well, he obviously we see throughout studying 2 Corinthians that he'd been accused of being harsh or doing it for his own perspective. He wanted things his way. And so more than once he mentions in this passage, he'll mention that wasn't his intention. That's why he did not write, wrote it. And he's going to talk about in the next two episodes, we'll talk about the encouragement Paul got, not from writing the letter, but from the church's response to the letter. But let's talk about Paul kind of, I don't want to defend himself, but he explains that He didn't do this for his own good. As a matter of fact, he found himself in an immense amount of discomfort and pain as a result of this. He says in verse 2, he says, Receive us. We have wronged no man. We have corrupted no man. We have defrauded no man. I speak not this to condemn you, for I have said before that ye are in our hearts to die and to live with you. Great is my boldness of speech toward you. Great is my glorying of you. I am filled with comfort. I am exceeding joyful in all our tribulation. So you can see a little bit of what he's saying here. I didn't write this for my own gain. I'm not trying to become a celebrity as a result of this church being built around me. I'm following God's instruction. He was an apostle. He had words straight from Jesus at that time. And so he's teaching what Jesus has told him. And, and he can be accused of, uh, of doing this for his own gain. He says, I'm not doing that. He goes, and I didn't write the letter to be hurtful. In fact, I, while I've been strong and straightforward with you, he said, I've also gloried in you. I've bragged on you. And and, and really what we'll see in a little bit, he's bragged on their response to this letter. But then he says, in the midst of all of this, we glory in our tribulation. And see, he's going through tribulation because of his ministering to churches. He goes, in the midst of this, this is not about me gaining. We're going through battles. But in that, we glory. We're grateful Uh, that we can find God's goodness in the midst of these trials. Verse 5, he says this, For when we came into Macedonia, 
our flesh had no rest, but we were troubled on every side. Without were fightings, and within, well, were fear. Outside we saw fightings, inside of us we were battling with fear. Verse 6, Nevertheless, God, that comforted those that are cast down, comforted us by the coming of Titus. And not by his coming only, but by the consolation wherewith he was comforted in you. When he told us your earnest desire, your mourning, your fervent mind toward me, so that I rejoice the more. So he talks about the conflict. He said, once he came to Macedonia, he says there's this, this, this conflict on every side. He goes, there was fightings out there. There was conflict against us. We were afraid for our lives, for the people, things of that nature. Can I tell you one thing that I do find when I read something like that that I, I think is encouraging and I hope you do as well? Um, a lot of times in Scripture when you read it, especially when you read about the Apostle Paul. People call him the greatest Christian to have ever lived, and undoubtedly he accomplished more than pretty much any other Christian will. He was used of God in a very unique, specific way to, be, to really set a strong foundation for the church. A lot of the New Testament was written by Paul. And what happens is we look and say, well, I can hear Paul and I can learn, but there's no way I could be like him. And here's what we do. We assume that we have to be like the characters, like the men and women in Scripture. God did not place men and women in Scripture so that we could emulate them. God placed men and women in Scripture so that we can learn from them. He allowed us to see their strengths. He allowed us to see their weaknesses. And in this situation, we see that. If you go back and you study Acts, you're going to find in some occasions... Paul struggled with depression. In this situation, you're going to find that Paul says there's fear inside. We are, as much as we want to serve the Lord, we're a bit fearful for our life right now. And so you see the reality of what's really going on. It helps us to see that we shouldn't be controlled by fear. We shouldn't be controlled by these emotions, but they're real. And, and other people have dealt with them, and, but they also gain their biblical answers to overcome them. There's biblical answers to work through them. We don't have to live in control of these different things. And so he continues, and he said he was comforted, in verse 6 and 7, he goes, we're glad that God comforts those that are cast down, those that are overwhelmed. He goes, but we are comforted by the Titus of coming. Now, he, in verse 7, he says, it's not just Titus coming. Titus, huge encouragement. In him coming, him being there was a massive encouragement to Paul. But Paul will say in this, there's more to this. The comfort was exceeded by the message Paul had come. Paul had come to the church of Corinth, and now he's coming to Macedonia, he's talking to the people and he's telling. Here's what he's telling him. He's saying that that letter you wrote, the last letter you wrote, while many people say you're being rushed, you're being mean, you're being selfish, he says the church has received that letter. The church has embraced that letter. Church has grown in that letter and the church sees you in a great, great letter. They're mad at you. They're, they're embracing you. They love you. And so Paul saying, I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing what I know is right. And sometimes, and this is true, sometimes you learn this, whether you're a pastor, whether you're new to church, you're going to learn something, unfortunately, that when we do right, not everybody's going to like it. We live in a world today where wrong is glorified. So when you stand for God, you stand for right. And please understand what I mean stand. I don't mean arrogantly. I don't mean judgmentally. I mean you just do right. There's going to be some who don't like it. And Paul says it was good that is, he sent this letter, as God told him to, that it was received with his intent and there was a growth. We'll talk about tomorrow that growth and really what's important and why what this church did was so important. But we can find this great encouragement in that. We can find that he says, Titus came to me and Titus was that extremely massive encouragement, uh, not just the message, but coming. So as we finish this, let me, just, let me just give you a couple thoughts as we conclude. We mentioned this at the beginning. 
Uh, it is important in our lives that we have people that will encourage us. You, you are influenced by the people you allow around you, by be family, whether it be those in the church. Uh, you will be influenced by them, and that's not necessarily wrong. Uh, we're all influenced by something. That's not wrong. What I encourage you to do is to find someone who will influence you for good. If you get around a critic, you will ultimately become critical. If you get around somebody who's constantly complaining, constantly seeing the negative, well, you yourself will find yourself always seeing the world in a negative form. One of the things that I tried to do years ago, I, when I first got into ministry, I was a, a bit more stoic, and I really wanted to add humor and lightness to my preaching and, and my personality, for that matter. And uh, I was watching a comedian as he was teaching how to do this. And he said one of the great ways to do this is go watch comedians. Learn how, here's what they said, learn how they see life. And you will be able to see life from their perspective. You see, if you, if you get around critics, you get around complainers, you get around people who always see the negative, you will begin to view life from that perspective. So place people around you that love God. Place people around you that see God's goodness and God's grace in life. Place people around you that in the midst of the battles can still see the goodness of God. You will be able to view life through them. So place good influences. And then I would say, too, be that influence. Be that encouragement. Be that one that is that listening ear. Be that one that gives that encouraging, that tone. You said, I don't even know what to say all the time. Sometimes you don't need to know. Sometimes God places someone on your heart. You just need to go up and say, you know, I'm praying for you. And hopefully you're serious about that, but is there something I can pray for you? It's good to see you today. I'm glad you're here. You'd be amazed. Someone comes to church, someone just says, I'm glad you're here today. It's not the same without you. That's a powerful truth. They're excited because it's true. Church is not the same without everybody being there. And these are the encouragements. These are the things that I hope that we hold on to, that we can be an encouragement and that we do need that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Thanks again for joining us on this Thursday morning. Again, a quick note for the uh, show note, if you want to call it that. Uh, tomorrow will be our last episode for a couple of weeks as my family transitions uh, to our new ministry. Uh, in probably two to three weeks, I'm not exactly sure when, we will pick this back up. Uh, both in Lord willing in video and audio format, we'll pick it back up. Uh, follow, if you're not following me on social media, uh, some people follow just the church Facebook page. Uh, it will come through my social media page. You'll find me on Facebook. I'm going to try and keep it out through Instagram as well uh, and YouTube. But uh, we'll give you more information as we get closer and we can pick back up with us in a couple of weeks. Thanks again for joining us today. We we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.